Music and dance, dance and music. These two art forms complement each other beautifully. Most often, the audience and the performers find themselves indoors for the experience. That requires more than a little stagecraft, such as lighting, and in the case of dance, sets. This weekend, Ballet Theatre of Scranton and the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic invite us to enjoy dance and music in the bucolic setting of Lackawanna County's Covington Park, Saturday at 5 p.m. Joanne Arduino, Artistic Director of the Ballet Theatre of Scranton, reminds us that with a dance performance outdoors, the scenery is provided by Mother Nature. So that the backdrop is the woods, because with Peter and the Wolf and the other ballets we're doing, um, excerpts from La Fima Garde and dances from Napoli, um, the wood background is, is really beautiful. Let's stay with Peter and the Wolf for a minute. That was not created as a ballet. Not at all. It's an it orchestral a, piece. It's a piece for narrator and orchestra. Correct. And uh, the narrator that you have is somebody we all know and and love because mm -hmm. he's been around telling us all about the uh, you know the richness of the area. The narrator yeah. is Mike Stevens from mm -hmm. WNEP, and I mean the area really is uh, endears itself to him be and because of the way kind of person he is and his voice is so recognizable mm -hmm. um, as soon as you hear Mike Stevens voice you you your heart just has a kind spot in it for mm -hmm. him plus he his whole life has been telling stories yes and absolutely. this is this is a story with music Prokofiev wrote the story as well as as the music for this um, but it wasn't a ballet so where did the choreography come from? Well, I did the choreography for this, and it's um, it's a fun, fun piece. And as you know, and anyone who knows the score of Peter and the Wolf knows that each instrument represents a certain animal or character in the ballet. So, of course, we you know we have the duck, and our duck wears um, scuba diving flippers. <laughs> so um, it has been a little um, challenging for her to master that choreography in the flippers. Um, we have. Uh, because it's an outdoor space, we have a, a ladder that has a, a scenic tree in front of it, and the dancers, the bird, and the um, and the cat go up and down the ladder. And uh, we have um, the grandfather is uh, an actor who's been in northeastern Pennsylvania for a long time, a dear friend, Sandy Gabrielson, who's the director at the Ritz Playhouse in Hawley. So it's been fun. It's very interesting for the dancers because they have to really be aware of the music and of the instruments when their piece comes in, like the bird. The cat's theme may be going, but the flute comes in a few times and she has to be ready to um, perform. So uh, they really, really have to listen and they have to interpret um, the, the music within character. I mean, they also have to really act. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's something we've been talking about now. You know, and I always say this, as any choreographer does, once you know the steps, they should be ingrained in, in the way your body moves and you should be aware of them and they should be natural so that they should be secondary because the storyline and the characterization now is what is your job to bring across. 
through that, that choreography. And that's why it's ballet theater of Scranton. Correct. <laughs> uh, now, when you were setting the choreography, I imagine that you tried to uh, try to devise movements that would reflect the movements of the various animals. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you, like I said, the duck is flapping around in those flippers. The bird, of course, is very lyrical and, and uh, has a lot of ballon in the in her jumps and things. The cat is low to the ground and does sneaky movements. And the wolf, of course, has powerful movements. In addition to Peter and the Wolf, you're doing uh, two other pieces. Let's start with Napoli. This is a large-scale ballet, but you're doing selections, is that right? We're just doing um, dances from Napoli, which are a lot of the tarantellas and the variations. And um, one of our ballet masters, Julio Alegria, has um, agreed to set that. And of course, um, these dancers are not professional dancers, although they train and train for a long time and they're very dedicated. Um, some adaptations have to be made Mm -hmm. and so it was staged and adapted by Julio Um, but it's very festive and upbeat and fun. It's a a standard within a certain style of a ballet. Uh, that goes back to an important ballet master, right? Yes, August Brunanville, with the Royal Danish Ballet, the founder, but his style is very, very specific. And uh, usually you have to study that style. It's sort of like the Russian style. They all have their own signature um, way of movement. And our dancers do not study Brunanville, so that's why I say it was adapted. What's interesting to me is that the score, this is from the Royal Danish Ballet, so the, the score was written by uh, by Danes, and, and it's about Napoli, which is Naples. I know. <laughs> well, apparently, Bournonville was in Italy and uh-huh. was so um, entranced by, by the scenery and the culture that when he went back to um, Denmark, he wanted to mm-hmm. create this. That's really part of a, a history of music and art in, in the 19th century, yes. this traveling and bringing back uh, you know, uh, the types of the culture and, and of, of, of faraway lands. Uh, you're also doing selections from one of the earliest story ballets. I love this ballet, um, La Fille Malgarde, which is the wayward farm girl. Um, we're only doing selections. We've done the full ballet in the past, and one of my mentors, the late Henry Danton, um, he set it for us at Ballet Theater twice. So I was fortunate to learn it from him, and he danced with the original Royal Ballet and was dear friends with Sir Frederick Ashton, who is the chore- choreographer. So um, we are doing the clog dance. We're doing the ribbon pas de deux. We're doing, um, there's harvesters and the maypole dance in the storm, and we have chickens and roosters. So the background of the woods is perfect for that ballet as well. Thank you. 
This is the second time that Ballet Theatre of Scranton has partnered with the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic for an outdoor performance. Joanne Arduino tells us the inaugural event was memorable, but perhaps not for the best reasons. During the pandemic, I was trying to find new ways to perform and uh, reached out to the Lackawanna County uh, Department of Arts and Culture and Marme Maureen McGuigan there. They are trying to expose the general population to some of the rural parks. So I went in search of parks in Lackawanna County that were rural and found Covington Park, which is a lovely park in Daleville. And last year we were doing the ballet Les Feed, amongst a, a few others. But the beach area was really beautiful, and I thought, oh, if we could have a stage and the beach as the background, it's perfect for this ballet. It ended up, it was the first weekend of May, and if you remember last year in 2021, early May, it was a virtual downpour for the whole weekend, and it was freezing cold. And when I say freezing cold, people had winter coats on. And so we thought we were scrambling at the last minute to get tents and rugs and because of mud and you know, it was a fiasco. <laughs> However, 500 people showed up. And the other interesting thing was the musicians who were so eager to play because they had been not able to for so long. The temperature was so low that we had to bring in all kinds of heaters because, you know, their contract it has and with the instruments it has to be a certain temperature. But God bless them. They they wanted to be there. We made it work and um it was very, very well received. So right away the county said, We'd love to do this again. And I said, Of course we would too and Philharmonic jumped at the bit as well. And I mean we always perform the Christmas concerts with Philharmonic, so we have a nice relationship for a long time with them. Um so this year you know, trying to see what they had in their repertoire that they had available in their library and what we, we as dancers could do and as um, had choreography for. So Peter and the Wolf was chosen. And we also decided to go a little bit later in the year so we didn't have to deal hopefully with all the, at least the cold element. Mm -hmm. Maybe the rain will, will hopefully hold off. Joanne Arduino, Artistic Director of Ballet Theatre of Scranton. Members of her company will perform her original choreography to Sergei Prokofiev's Peter and the Wolf, performed by the Northeastern Pennsylvania Philharmonic, conducted by the orchestra's music director, Melisse Brunet. The narrator will be WNEP's Mike Stevens. The performance is open without charge at Lackawanna County's Covington Park, Saturday at 5 p.m. Learn more at balletscranton.org. For WVIA's Art Scene, I'm Larry Voigtko. Thank you, Larry Voigtko.